Okay. Nerd Takes. I'm Justin. Nerd Takes. I'm John. And we are here to talk about El Monstero 2022. So this show was originally scheduled for December 22nd, but because of the impending terrible ice storm and weather that we didn't really necessarily get, it was cold as hell. But, I mean, uh, it, it still snowed <laughs> and it was still cold as hell. It was very cold. So the show got, got rescheduled for December 29th, and like it is every year, it's at the pageant. Um, this, if you've never heard of El Monstero, El Monstero is, well, it's a, it's a Pink Floyd tribute band, and they've been putting on this show since November 27th, 1999. That's crazy. Jesus. Right? I know. I uh, I didn't. Re- I know it's been going on for, you know, a, a, at least a decade or a decade and a half, and I realize it's been going on for over 20 years. And the first show was at Mississippi Nights. Um, and then since then, they have actually added shows in Kansas City and Springfield. They have done summer shows in St. Louis. They've been at Jefferson Barracks Military Post. They've been at the Verizon Wireless Amp. I think I went to that one. At the one at Jefferson Barracks? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And then they've also done a show that we both attended um, at Art Hill in 2014. Yep. We read that one. It was hot. <laughs> it was it was hot at Jefferson Barracks too, and they did not have nearly enough bathrooms. Like, I think they were they were short on a couple things. It might have been bathrooms, and it might have been bars. Because mm. I'm pretty sure I went to that with Joe, and I'm fairly certain the Ewings were there too. Sounds about right. Yeah. So who's this? Who's this band made up of? So this band, current band members. It's. There, I mean, I think throughout the years, we can attest to the fact that, like, there's been some people that have been there, and then, you know, they got a new saxophone player this year. Uh, Mark Thomas Quinn is lead vocals and guitar. Jimmy Griffin, also vocals, and I would say lead guitar. Kevin Ganyapane, Ganyapani, Ganyapane, sure. Yeah. He's bass and background vocals. John Pisoni is drums and background vocals. Brian Green, guitar, Bill Ryder, keyboard and background vocals, Jake Elkin, Jake Elkins, also keyboard. And then it's featuring Ermine Cannon on background vocals, Tondra Williams, vocals, Kristen Johnson, vocals, and Dave Farber on the saxophone. Yeah, and so like El Monstero was originally started by a few members from the band called Stir, and they are... Well, again, they're from St. Louis, Missouri. So that's why most of their shows um, are, well, they all originated in St. Louis and now they've spread out since then from here, but basically it's all St. Louis. So what's, what is kind of cool, like you said, is that we see different band members, we see different singers um, pop in and out. They do a <laughs> lot of local uh, talent. They have people that are from like Casey and other like, you know, stations like come out and they're like guest hosts or they um, are performers or they're people that are, um, like on the screens, like doing things during the show. It's a pretty interactive show. Yes. And and that's kind of grown throughout the years as well, mm-hmm. as far as like the, you would say like the pageantry of it and like putting on, like not just going up there and playing the music, but like getting the visual effects for the music and all that stuff. I mean, they're, yeah. they're in the outfits. They've got the police officers from, uh, um, what is it? From the wall. Yeah. They've got um, uh, people that are doing like, uh, this this year they had fire. Uh, what do they call them? Um, performers, acrobats, whatever. Sure. Yeah. They had they had the, the women that are on the. Well, they're doing pole dancing, but it's like a little bit more artistic than just traditional pole dancing. Um, True. 
And then there were people doing a lot of the acrobatic things where they've got that, that the, you know, the circle or the multiple circles are spinning around in circles. Um, and people are basically putting on like just an gymnasts. Yeah. yeah. And they've, cause they, they've had people on like ropes before in years past ropes. And then also the, the sheets. Yeah. Yep, which, I remember that one too. That was, that was, that was a really cool one. I, every year it's different, but also kind of the same, which is kind of neat. Sure. So this year, you kind of know what to expect. I mean, would you say that I would I would I would venture to guess the percentage of songs that are played con- consistently every year is maybe like 70%, 75%? Probably I mean Yeah, probably. Yeah, and then they I mean they they yeah, there's not, there are obviously the bangers that they have to hit. Right. And it's not in the same order. They flip it around a little bit. There's one particular area that's always in the same order. So let's talk about the set list from this year. Yeah. So they played Shine On Your Crazy Diamond, the whole thing, all 15, 20 minutes of it or whatever. Yeah. And then they start playing stuff from the wall, you know, Another Brick in the Wall, Mother, Empty Spaces, Young Lust, etc. And then they start going, they, they did a few deep cuts. Arnold Lane, Lucifer Sam, I've heard, I think I probably listened to both of those. I know Arnold Lane more than lucifer sam i know that from this show that's the only reason why i know that song because they seem i seem like they play arnold lane every year at this show they it's it's one of the it's one of the more popular older songs that and like see emily play i think which i don't know if that's on there or not um echoes one of my personal favorite uh and then that bled into set the controls of heart of the sun and then a couple more and then they get back into the wall and then they do an intermission. Mm-hmm. And then they do your favorite section. I'll let you take this one. Yeah. Hey, hey you. Uh, hey, you, sheep. Have a cigar is one of my favorite ones. Is there anybody out there? And obviously, Wish You Were Here is a incredible uh, sing-along song for the entire audience. That was a really cool part of it. Yep. And then they wrap it up. Well, not, not wrap it up. Before the encore, They this is what they do every year, right? Yeah. They play Dark Side. All of it. Yeah. In order. Which- in order is really cool especially for someone and i can tell you right now my first experience with with pink floyd in general was watching uh wizard of oz while listening to i mean i'll just tell you right now that was the first i mean i'd heard songs but like that was when i was like oh i'm really getting into it and that was in college so um definitely takes me back i can it's fun because i even said i even leaned over to you at one point during the show i was like oh this is when it goes into color oh this is when this is happening i i can envision it and what's happening Mm -hmm movie but almost better than i can and you know the actual song itself right yeah she opens the door and the movies in color is, is right as right when money starts yeah which yep. is awesome so let's do a review so um important things to consider our expectations again were they met based on what we thought we were going to experience which we, we've been to this a lot of times uh would we mm-hmm. experience it again we'll touch on that in a second feelings while we were we were watching it and then it's the overall vibe so the first two are pretty simple expectations i think you and i we know what to expect it's very similar but also slightly different we've been we're trying to figure out how many times we've been or how many years we've been going to this show um yeah i would say that i've probably seen i personally have seen them i think we're getting close on to it to 10 times at this point at least yeah maybe a dozen and I'm including, I'm, I'm including going to Riverport and including going to Art Hill. I was going to say, if you include those, then it's probably a dozen because I would, 
I would have to say that maybe our first time going was the 10 year anniversary in 2009. Yeah. I feel like that's, if, if that's, if it's not that it's a give or take a year when we first went and then we try to go every single year to this one, the, 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 the one it's whether it's at Riverport or it's at Art Hill or if they come up with some other venue that's close that we decide to make that trip. Those are those are more hit or miss for me because yeah. it's just better in the pageant. Like that's what I'm used to. That's what I expect. So that's what I try to go to. I totally agree. I think the pageant is the coolest venue. I think it might be the coolest venue in St. Louis. And and so to rewatchability, like yeah, we go every year and we're going to go next year. And it's uh, just an awesome show. It's, it's varying degrees of good and it really and i mean and it really has to do with kind of we, we talked about it like they're going to hit a lot of stuff off the wall they're going to play dark side they're going to play wish you were here they they close the show with comfortably numb like those are all the ones that you know they're going to play but it's like what else are they going to play and are those songs going to kind of kind of well to use you know speak to you to speak to me is one of their songs speak to you a little bit more than others You've talked about it, but well, we talked about it the night of the show where there was one year, it might have been last year or two years ago, where that was one of your favorite songs because they played stuff, more stuff off animals than they did this year. Yeah. And I can recall like a couple, couple times where they played more stuff off metal. And I really like that album. It's like, wow, they played, they played Fearless off metal. And I love that song. So that, so that, that year kind of, ranks pretty high on my list because they played one of my favorite songs, but it's not a song that they play every year. They didn't play it this year. They didn't play, they didn't play any pigs on the wing or pigs or dogs off animals this year. All they played was sheep. Yeah. Not, not bad, but just not, not as good for us. Not, not as good for me personally and probably not as good for you personally. Well, yeah, so let's, I'll start with my ranking. I'll let you wrap it up. Um, I think that it's hard, again, having been a dozen times, I, I'm naturally inclined to rate it, rank it versus all of the other ones I've seen mm -hmm. versus just having, like, comparing it to a show in general. So, like, like for, let me just give you what, I, what I'm thinking. Like, so if, I, if I'm saying as far as a concert in general, as far as an experience you think you need to, I think you need to go to, I put it as a nine. Like, it's a, it's a red loop. It's a it's a it's it, for if, red red five Luke for sure. If but, you if you like Pink Floyd, you have to see them. Period. So, so that's my ranking for that. I think though, I agree. As far as overall show, you're you're saying the same thing. A red nine, a red five. Uh, as far as like seeing the show in general, like Just what you said, yeah. The experience of like if if you and if if you are a self proclaimed Pink Floyd fan and you haven't seen them, you need to go next year. Yeah. But having said that, which is which actually is more encouraging for next year because they always switched around. I think this year's show, because of part of the set list and because, like you mentioned, I think the bar was set so high last year with with playing Pigs on a Wing and some other songs that I also personally really enjoy. I'm going with a seven, a Dagobah Luke for this this particular show. That's exactly what I was going to say. Dagobah Luke. I had a Again, feeling we were right there with the same when the same always it's it's always good, but it just it really hinges on like kind of like whether it's that other 30%, that other 40% of the set list of like where are they gonna go with that? Because some of the deep cuts are deep cuts. And even Mark, you know, Mark Thomas Quinn said 
it was either him or Jimmy said, we try to play a song off every single album. Yeah. And some of their old, again, everybody knows they're kind of like midpoint to newer stuff, but it's the older stuff. Like <laughs> Adam Hart mother and set the controls for the heart of the sun. Like those older albums when they first, when, you know, Sid Barrett was still in the band, there's some, there's some strange, strange songs on those albums. Yeah. Not to say that they're not good. They're just, in my opinion, they're not as good as their later stuff. Period. I totally agree. And it was funny because he said at some point, he's <clears> playing <throat> that really deep one. He's like, you guys still with us? All right, I'll bring you back now with this next song. I think that's when they played Wish You Were Here. Uh, I'm pretty sure they did. Because, I mean, a lot of people don't. Uh, and even if you know it, it's just like, eh, like I'd rather listen to. I'd rather listen to animals. I'd rather listen to metal. Like, it's just. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's honestly, what it's, I enjoy. It's, I, you know, I think back <laughs> about the Pearl Jam concert and like, I mean, I, you know, we need to go back and maybe do a re recalibration of some of our scores because if I'm giving this a seven, I certainly can't give the Pearl Jam concert anything higher than a six. I mean, I'm talking, that's got to, it's almost got to be like, I a think four. that's what you, I feel like that's what you gave it. I think that's I what like I gave it a six. I think I did too. But even upon that, like reflection, that's almost got to be lower because I think that. It almost does itself a, this show, it, I'm, I'm almost like ranking it lower than it really should be, but not in relation to other shows, if that makes sense. So, um, yeah, but I mean, you, we, we gave it two different rankings. It yeah. was more like a, a general, like awesomeness of the, just the experience. And then from our personal perspective, comparing it to the dozen other times we've seen them, how does it stack up? Yeah, which is maybe on totally Also, we have, of, we have a lot of perspective. We've been to the show a lot of times, and I'm, well, I'm rocking. I'm rocking all the gear today. <laughs> I'm not rocking any of it. I guess I should have, but no, no. Well, I, this was on my table when I went downstairs, and this I was like, I got to put the hat on because I look like garbage this morning. So, um, <laughs> there it is. All right. Well, there's our review for El Monstero. Again, I, I don't think either of us can. Uh, reiterate enough times how awesome of a show this is regardless of the set list that you should definitely check out and if you are not into pink floyd maybe go see their led zeppelin version celebration day in february which we are going to go see that at the end of february we are going i already paid you yeah. i'm in yep i already got tickets <laughs> all right well until next time here we are nerd takes nerd takes